0: Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 216 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more about you and your ways. Help us learn more from your reading today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus teaches us in Mark chapter 10. First, he talks about hard hearts. Verse 5, he said, Because of your hardness of your heart, your condition of insensibility to the call of God, he wrote you this precept in your law. Jesus was talking about the concession in the law that allowed men to divorce their wives. However, he could have been talking about anything that we would prefer ahead of God's ways. May we pray for soft hearts so that we will be sensitive to God's call and his perfect will for our lives. We read about Jesus and the children. This rendition is possibly my favorite one because it shows the love Jesus has for our children. In verse 16, it says, And he took them, the children, up one by one in his arms and reverently invoked a blessing, placing his hands upon them. May we receive his blessing today for our own children. Jesus shows us God's grace when he tells the disciples that God can do anything, even forgive the man who cannot give up earthly treasures as Jesus asked him to. May we receive God's grace for our shortcomings today. Lastly, the story of the blind man in this chapter gets me every time. It shows us that persistence in asking for Jesus' help is rewarded. It shows us Jesus wants to know what we want from him. Surely he knew the man wanted to be healed from his blindness, but he asks him what he wants him to do for him anyway. Lastly, this story shows us that Jesus desires to answer our prayers. He said, go your way. Your faith has been healed to you. And at once he received his sight and accompanied Jesus on the road. The Lord wants to hear from us. He wants us to tell him what we need. And he answers our prayers. He shows himself magnificent as he comes to our aid. We start a new book today in the New Testament, the book of Corinthians. This book addresses things that were happening in the church at Corinth. Corinth was a Roman colony and was a wealthy center of trade. It attracted many people to its colony. There were so many different kinds of people there and the moral standard was extremely low. In fact, the city's morality was considered lower than pagans. So Paul wrote to them, instructing them of godly ways. Let's see what he writes to them in chapter one. There are so many verses underlined in my Bible because they are beautiful words that speak life into our spirit. First, Paul writes about those who are called to know God. We are truly blessed to be called to know him and worship him. We are blessed to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Verse 9 says, God is faithful, reliable, trustworthy, and therefore ever true to his promise and he can be depended on. By him you were called into companionship and participation with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. We are encouraged as we read Paul's words about God's faithfulness to us. Second, Paul warns the church to ward against divisions and factions that were growing inside the church. It seems wherever there are people, there will be differing opinions which lead to strife. May we seek to understand God and his ways and follow him. Third, Paul writes at length about how God has baffled the wise and taught the unlearned. My heart is touched as I read about God calling the lowly to himself. He shares his secrets with us. He softens our hearts toward him. And he puts belief in our hearts for his son who died to save us. We can cherish this today. Let's see what's happening in Job chapter 3 today. Yesterday, we read that some of Job's friends came to see him. And as of yet, Job had not spoken a negative word. But today we read about him cursing the day of his birth, wishing he were never born, wishing he were never even conceived. He is obviously in tremendous distress. Under the same circumstances, we would have been as well. In fact, in the later verses, he wishes for death. I have experienced severe illness, and there were days I wished for that too. However, the Lord knows what's on the other side of our suffering. He has plans for us just as he did for Job. We can only sympathize with him at this point and have compassion for his desperate condition. Verse 26 says, I was not or am not at ease, nor had I or have I rest, nor was I or am I quiet, yet trouble came and still comes upon me. In chapter 4, his friend Eliphaz started talking. Eliphaz was from Teman, a place known for wisdom, and even though his beginning argument seems rather wise, at the end he was wrong. He starts out reminding Job how he had counseled others who came upon hard times. He reminds him that his hope is in God. Then he basically tells Job that the innocent are not afflicted with this kind of trouble. In verse 8, he says, Those who plow iniquity and sow trouble and mischief weep the same. He told Job he had a dream, a vision of sorts. He said that no mortal man is righteous before God. No one is pure before him. We will see how he continues his monologue tomorrow. Well, let's see what we can learn from Psalm chapter 35. David was fleeing from Saul in the Psalm. In fact, this was when Psalm was sleeping just outside the cave that David was hiding out in. It was when Saul was so close to David that he cut off a piece of his clothing. David was unwilling to hurt Saul because he was God's anointed, even though the anointing was lifted from him. David does all the right things and is still believing in the Lord. He believes the Lord will save him and vindicate him. He ends the Psalm with, And my tongue shall talk of your righteousness rightness and justice and of my reasons for your praise all the day long. No matter what our circumstances look like and who is against us, God is our hope. He is our vindicator. Let us hope in him. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for showing us your grace in your word. Help us receive the grace you so generously offer. We also pray for an extra measure of belief in you. Help us know you are working in all the details of our lives. May we rest in peace today, knowing you have all of our tomorrows in your hands. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.